Yes. Can you stand back there and see if you can see my right here? Hello, I'm uh, Pastor Rita Gant, and my husband, Pastor Tori, and I, and our church family here at House of Power Outreach welcome you to this taping. Uh, we're so excited about what God is doing in your life and uh, in the body of Christ all over the world, and we continue to pray for you and lift you up and lift up your families, and uh, thank God for peace, provision, protection, and uh, just His goodness coming through in your life. Um, if you'd like to know more about us or you'd like to support us, um, you're welcome to look at um, our statement of faith, and so that's what we believe, and, uh, and then there's a, an opportunity for giving on there as well at hopochurch.org. Let's pray. Father God, we just invite you into this um, taping, Lord God. We thank you, Father, that we know that when we're gathered in your name, you are there in our midst. And so, Lord God, we know that you are here. We thank you, Lord, that we open up our hearts and our spirits and our minds, Lord God, to hear from you today and to be changed by your word. We love you, Lord, and we're so grateful for your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I'm just so excited about this message that the Lord has uh, has put on my heart. It's called Close Encounters of God's Kindness. And uh, my byline here is being kind means having and showing um, a friendly, generous, and considerate nature. My first scripture is Titus 3, 4 through 7. And it says, but when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy, he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified, justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. Uh, so God's kindness brought us salvation through Jesus. And as we celebrate the birth of Christ this month uh, of 2020, this December month, uh, let's remember to be kind as he is kind. And we're going to talk a, lot, a little bit about the benefits of being kind. And, and if you're not used to being kind, how you can get used to being kind, because it's important. It's important for uh, your level of peace um, to be good. Uh, so being kind means having an, and showing a friendly, generous, and considerate nature. It also means not being judgmental or critical of others. And it means extending grace, mercy, love, and compassion to others. Um, God's greatest commandment um, is found in Matthew 22, 36 through 40. I have it here in the NIV. And it says, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? They were asking Jesus. And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Basically, all of the word hangs on those two commandments. So... We are to um, love the Lord our God with all of our heart, our soul, and our mind, and love others as we love ourselves. And so we have all heard of the golden rule, right? Um, that actually comes from Scripture, uh, Matthew seven twelve. I have it here in the Amplified. It says, So then in everything, treat others the same way you want them to treat you, for this is the essence of the law and the writings of the prophets. In everything, treat others the same way you want them to treat you. 
okay? So we should treat people how we want to be treated, and I'm sure we like to be treated with kindness. Um, the This word, the Lord woke me up a few days ago, and um, just you know, early in the morning and was just speaking to me, uh, be kind, be kind, be kind. And, and, um, so I started doing the research on, on what exactly that would mean. And of course, you know, we all think that we're pretty decent human beings, but if we look a little closer, sometimes we can find things there that we need to correct. Um, so today we're going to talk about a little bit about just, uh, what it means to be kind. Um, so we like it when people are friendly, generous, and considerate, uh, toward us. But in order to do this, we will have to deny. So in order for us to do this, we're going to have to deny our own feelings at some times so that we can act maturely. Um, so I've been facing a few uh, challenges lately that haven't really been noticeable in the past. Uh, so the last, last couple of weeks, I'd say, um, I've been getting um, kind of frustrated in a couple of different arenas in my life. I don't, sometimes I don't understand other people's choices and, or maybe I don't think like they think. And so I can kind of get frustrated and that is not a pretty thing. So I was doing some research on frustration and frustration is defined as feeling or expressing distress and or annoyance, especially because of inability to change or achieve something. So expressing distress feeling or expressing distress and or annoyance and uh, especially because of inability to change or achieve something uh, when this happens to me I have a tendency to want to just fix it I want to like okay this is annoying me and I want to fix it and a lot of times if we give in to that temptation we can actually end up doing more damage than good uh, by acting out on our emotions so um, like I said, when, I ha when this happens to me, I have a tendency to want to just fix it, and sometimes that can only make things worse. So I am still, after 20, about 29 years of living for God and studying His Word, I am still learning to get this under control. So, and it usually happens uh, with those that are the closest to me or that I'm around a lot. I think we have a tendency to take for granted those that are closest to us in our lives, that they'll be okay with however we act or whatever we do. And uh, that's no excuse for us to act out or to act on our frustrations or on our emotions without consideration for them. That's not being kind at all. Uh, so, this is God's solution, okay? 1 Corinthians 10, 13, here in the Amplified. And now, we talked about this scripture a little bit last week uh, because I was on the, um, the broadcast that's called uh, The Credit and the Blame because I was explaining how some people take this uh, scripture out of context. But this week, we're taking it straight in the context and, and uh, using it to help us to overcome frustration. And um, so, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, Amplified. No temptation, regardless of its source, has overtaken or enticed you. That is not common to human experience, nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance. But God is faithful to his word. He is compassionate and trustworthy. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist. But along with the temptation, he has in the past and is now and will always provide the way out as well, so that you will be able to endure it without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy. So God is giving you the ability to overcome any temptation, whether it be to overeat or whether it to be to get angry or to, uh, you know, use a substance that you shouldn't use. God is giving you always 
in the past, now, and will always provide the way out or the way of escape for you so that you can be able to endure that temptation without yielding and you will overcome that temptation with joy. So how do we do that? Let's talk about it. Um, the scripture means that no matter what the temptation to sin is, to like the sin could be to be unkind or to act in frustration. So that's one example I'm using today. God has given us a way of escape from it. He has given us the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us, and that, that indwelling gives us the power to resist sin. And he has also given us the fruit of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, um, as gifts from him that dwell inside us. We just have to activate them uh, by choosing to do so. And uh, so Galatians 5, through 23 here in the NIV says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Matthew 6, 33 says, first, But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom, talking about God and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God and all these things will be given to you also. It's talking about not worrying there and how uh, if we seek God first, everything else in our life is added. And uh, that is so, so very important for you to understand. Because uh, if we seek God's way of doing things, if we seek uh, how God would have us act, then that is going to go a long way, not only towards providing for us, because God can use our faith there and our obedience to activate blessings in our lives. But it will also cause peace and uh, abundance to come into our lives and will also bless all those that are around us and live around us and have to move and be around us. Um, so when we seek God first, we have, to, we have to put God. As believers, we have to put God first. Um, he has to be first in our lives. And, and you might ask me, how do we do that? Well, you talk to him and you pray to him and you read his word, you listen to the word and you're active in your walk with God. See, faith is, uh, faith is an active thing. It's, it's an actual, it's a verb. You know, you've heard the song, love is a verb. Faith is a verb. It's an active thing. And you need to, 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 um, to grow it because everybody's been given the same measure of faith. You need to grow that and make it stronger through talking to God, spending time with him, spending time in his word, uh, you know, listening to, um, to teachings like this and, and Pastor Tori and whoever else the Lord has put in, in your life to uh, minister the truth to you. you have to, and you have to be really careful uh, not, to be, uh, not to listen to things that aren't sound. If you get a check in your spirit, if you're listening to some uh, minister and you get kind of a check in your spirit about something that they've said, uh, you know, sometimes people can be off on one or two areas, but if it continues to happen, stop listening to that person. Um, you know, in your life, if you're getting uh, advice from someone, make sure that you know that they are godly because when you get ungodly advice, it can cause a whirlwind of damage in your life. So don't just go to anybody for advice. It's important for you uh, to seek godly people, to seek people that you know are in the word and would not just speak out out of their emotions, but they would give you the truth no matter if you like it or not. That's important because you can wreck your life by going to people and getting ungodly counsel. So be careful to seek God first and go after him and, and, uh, and the way that he would do things and how he would uh, choose for you to live. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed if you do that because everything else in your life will be added unto you because that's what the word of God says. So it's important for you to make sure that you're just not, you know, living this Christian life by, um, 
by your own emotions, but that you are actually seeking God to help you uh, to live a life that's pleasing to him, and that's through a life of faith. You know, that's the only way we can please him. Uh, but living a life of faith includes reading the word, listening to it, uh, worshiping him, um, talking to him every day, all day. Um, and, you know, it's important. It's important for you to seek God first. He needs to be first in your life because if he's not, you're not going to have the strength and the power to do all that you need to do in life, to overcome the things that you need to come, to overcome temptation. You've got to draw upon the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you in order to make it beyond yourself and uh, and to really truly walk in victory and in peace um, in your life. So we all have this power inside us to choose wisely when we are going through these temptations to sin. Um, It is our choice to either follow the way of escape or not. Uh, But in order for us to even be aware of the escape, we have to choose not to let our emotions do the choosing for us. So when you get upset, when you get frustrated, when you get angry, you can't just act any way that you want. You're a believer, and you you should be a mature believer. So, uh, and if you're not yet, then you should be on your way to being one. Uh, Because as believers, we are to take the word of God, and we're supposed to act upon it, like we've been talking about for weeks now. We get that knowledge. We apply it. It becomes wisdom in our life. We talked about wisdom last week. Um, so it's important for us to, uh, to truly seek God first above all else. And, um, and that way you'll, you'll be able to walk in all the goodness that he has for you. And, and, and you'll allow the Holy Spirit to move in these gifts in, in your life, these fruits of the Spirit, uh, love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness. Uh, goodness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Self-control is huge. You've got to draw upon the Holy Spirit in order for you to exercise self-control. We just don't have it in and of ourselves. Most of the time, we have got to draw um, upon the Holy Spirit's help. Cry out to him. Talk to him. You, You can't just only cry out to God in times of crisis and expect to live a life of peace and victory. You've got to cry out to God at all times. And, you know, even in small things, ask him for his help and his guidance and seek him first before you seek somebody on the phone or, you know, somebody um, else, elsewise. So, um, I got ahead of myself. So, it is our choice to either follow the way of escape because God promises there will always be a way of escape, okay? Um, so, it's our choice whether we follow it or not. But like I said, in order to be even be aware of the way of escape, we have got to get some self-control over our emotions and not let them choose for us. Uh, we need to take a moment and stop to realize that frustration is human, but it is not godly. <laughs> to, to be frustrated is, you know, decidedly human, definitely human, but uh, it is not godly. And that God already has our way of escape out of this situation. He's got our, way, our escape plan on the ready for us, ready to go. Uh, so we need to stop and take back control of the situation by not allowing our emotions to lead us into acts of unkindness. Um, you know, when the closer we the closer we get to God, the more uh, encounters we have with the Lord, uh, the more we can experience God's kindness toward us, and the more we can be God's kindness to others. The closer we keep to God, and I mean, the more we choose to talk with Him, pray, study His Word, the easier being kind uh, becomes uh, for us to be kind to others. Um, Like I said, if we only cry out to God in times of crisis, we will not live in everyday victory and peace. So Pastor Tori just preached a great message on uh, 
called Peace on Earth this past Sunday. And if you haven't listened to that, you should go back and take a take a peek at that. It's a good it's a good word. Amen. It's a good strong word. And uh, it's it's for all of us. So as believers, we should be friendly, generous, and considerate in, in, in nature. We should not be critical or judgmental of others. And oh my gosh, it is so easy to be critical and judgmental, is it not? It is the way of the world. It is the way of uh, just nature. People just um, automatically want to criticize and judge and compare, uh, you know, themselves to others or you know well at least I don't do that or you know and and just that's just ugly it's not God's way of living and if we're doing it we need to stop it because what we're doing is we're first of all we're sowing division strife and all kinds of junk out there and uh, we shouldn't be doing that and then the other thing is that if we're living in a lifestyle of criticism and a, a judgmental type mentality then we can't be living in peace so it's important for us to choose and to choose wisely what we're going to think about, how we're going to be, how we're going to act. Are we going to be kind? Are we going to be uh, merciful? Are we going to be gracious? Or are we going to be judgmental, critical, rude, unkind? You know, those are the choices that we need to make every day. And as believers, we should choose better because we know better. Um, so we should be found extending grace, mercy, love, and compassion to others. And in order to be successful in doing this, we need to get and stay close to God. There is great peace and victory for our lives when we choose this way of living. So as believers, we should be friendly, generous, and considerate in nature. Um, before I close, I have a, a word that the Lord had given me uh, when I was in my prayer time this month. And uh, it's pretty interesting Okay, it's pretty interesting because uh, it does actually has the word frustration in there. It's frustrated, and I was like, "Oh, look at you go, God!" Um, but there's a word, and and when I say God's word to me for you and and for me, um, it's really God speaking to my heart by the Holy Spirit. And as He's speaking to my heart, I'm writing it down and journaling it. So this is a word from the Lord that God gave to me for us for this time, and it kind of. Well, I'll just go ahead and read it to you, um, and then we'll go. We'll talk about it. Um, so, this is what the Lord told me to tell you. Okay, tell them that I love them and that I am not frustrated with them. That's awesome. <laughs> My mercy, grace, and kindness for them knows no bounds. That I have loved them with an everlasting love. And that nothing they can say or do will take them out of my love or separate them from me. Tell them that I have set up their provision through my son so that they will not lack. That's interesting. And my abundance is their abundance. I am offering and presenting my peace and my joy to them. And my gift of provision is waiting to be received by them. Um, when the Lord gave me that part, I could see like a, a vision of God wanting to give something to someone and they're just standing there and, and he's trying to get something to them. You know, he said, I am offering and presenting my peace and my joy to them and my gift of provision is waiting to be received by them. They just need to open their hands to receive all that I have for them. And, you know, then he said, he went on to explain himself. They can do this by having an encounter with me where they receive by faith all that I have for them. I need their faith in order to get my gifts into their hands. 
Just like you would sign for delivery, I need their acknowledgement of my delivery. So then I saw, you know, like someone from uh, FedEx or something trying to deliver a package, uh, but there was either no one there or, you know, they wouldn't sign. But God is saying, just like you would sign for a delivery, I need their acknowledgement of my delivery. And so um, what he's saying is they just need to open their hands. How can they do this? By having an encounter with me where they receive by faith all that I have for them. Uh, you know, God needs you to have a point of contact with him in order for him to pass on what he has to you. Uh, so that you can receive it. And we talked uh, a few weeks ago about the difference between getting and receiving. And getting means I'm going out and I'm making something happen and I'm getting this and I'm getting that and I'm working hard and there's striving involved and, you know, that's getting. But receiving is you're just opening your hand and allowing someone to place something in your hands. And I think that should be done with gratitude and thankfulness, uh, you know. But that's the difference between getting and receiving. And God has so much for us to receive. And I think a lot of times we think we have to do so much to get from God, and we don't. We don't need to go through a bunch of hoops for God. All we need to do is believe and be close to him. That's it. And, uh, you know, it doesn't need to be more complicated than that. We don't have to have some, some Christian formula of this or that or the other. But, you know, what we need to do is just receive from God. And uh, so he has, his, he has his provision, his gifts of peace and joy. And he just needs a, a point of contact. You to be in his presence long enough for uh, you to be able to connect with him and, and receive what he has for you. Okay? And then, so, close encounters of God's kindness. Um, remember to be, uh, to be kind, to be uh, friendly, generous, and considerate and uh, gracious and merciful and uh, long-suffering and uh, exercise those those fruits of the spirit that you already have as a gift um, but the more that you do it the more you'll be able to do it quicker and i know that to be true and then we also go through seasons where we kind of neglect uh, the power that god has given us to overcome sin and temptation sometimes we don't choose as well as we need to uh, so this is just a reminder also of that, so that we need to be kind, and then we also need to, um, you know, walk in those those gifts, those fruits of the Spirit, and then also we need to make sure that we encounter God so that he can uh, give out to us and we can receive from him. So that's what I have for you tonight. I'm going to pray with you, and if you would like that point of contact right now, we're going to pray, and you can receive from God all that he has for you. Uh, and then so I'm going to pray, and um, I would I ask you to pray with me and not turn off this broadcast until we pray. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for your presence here again with us. Lord, we just want to, to be close to you, Lord God. Your word says if we draw close to you, you'll draw close to us. And so, Father God, we draw close to you right now, and we just uh, want to use this point of contact to receive this word that you have given us tonight, that we would receive, that we would open up our hands to receive from you, Lord God, right now, your peace, your joy, your provision, Lord God, and just all that you desire to give to us, Lord God. We just pray in the name of
of Jesus, that you, that you would just uh, continue to uh, make, your safe, make yourself made known to us, and that we would, Lord, just hear your voice clearly and follow after you. We thank you, Lord God, for just, uh, just your, your goodness to us, Lord God, that you are continually giving out gifts, Lord God, and in your presence is the best gift uh, to us, Lord, and we're th so thankful and so grateful to you. And we just thank you, Lord, that we receive from you right now, Lord, all that you have for us. Help us to remember to walk in, uh, in your ways, Lord God, to do your will, and Lord God, to be kind and uh, not judgmental or critical mean, Lord God, but to be kind and uh, be like you, Lord God. And we just thank you, Father, that you help us to do that, especially during this season uh, where we can be stressed out, Lord. We just call upon you, Lord, to help us to get through these days with your peace and, and victory, Lord, um, in our lives. And we just love you and we praise you and we thank you, Lord, for sending your son Jesus for us to take care of every, any and everything and to just keep lack away from us, Lord God. And we just love you, Lord, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you again for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time.